0: 25 months ago, I finished putting the final edits on Talent Chooses You, and the last thing I did after a good hard copy edit, which apparently still allowed for some typos, probably all my fault, was the final thought section, the way you wrap up a book. And anybody who's written anything this long will probably tell you is the, the ending is the hardest thing. You can find all sorts of different ways to start something, all sorts of entry points to a big idea, but ending it is hard. And I think it shows through. I think this is not my, hey, I've really nailed this ending. It was just, I had to finish it. I was (laughs) like the guy or girl at a marathon that last mile. You're just, just be done. Please, let's get over it. But I think there is an idea here that I'm going to extrapolate on about the idea of our work being a kind of art. It's something I've held true for a very long time, though I don't always spell it out, and I think that's what we're gonna do today as we get into the final thoughts, the last section of Talent Chooses You, when we get back. Hey everybody, welcome to the Talent Cast. It's season two, so it is the podcast version of the audiobook refresh of the Talent Chooses You book. Yes, that's right. All of that is true. All of this is brought to you by RecruitmentMarketing.com. They are the community for recruitment marketing professionals. They have sponsored the entire season, the entire audiobook. It is free and available to you because of them. And for that, I thank them immensely. Not only did it give me the excuse to come back and do this thing, it also made it easy for a lot of you to discover this information. I didn't make any money writing the book. I really did it to kind of put it out there. And they were able to find a way to make sure that more and more people could have access to this information over the long haul. So go take a look at recruitmentmarketing.com. Take a look at their community. Sign up. I think you may have missed the last Ask Me Anything, but I think the previous ones have been recorded, so go check that out. Uh, But otherwise, it's a growing community, and I, I highly recommend you take a look. Also, as you know, by now, if you listen to any of these episodes, I have a newsletter. It's growing like crazy. Uh, I'm thrilled to spend time thinking about it. It is Employer Brand Headlines. You go to employerbrandheadlines.substack.com or you go to employerbrand.news. Either way, very easy to sign up. Or you can go to employerbrandlabs.com. Very easy to sign up. It is free. It is every Monday. It is there exclusively and specifically to help you get smarter and stay sharp about employer brand. So if that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to... Yeah, that's where you want to be, go to employerbrandheadlines.substack.com and sign up. All right, let's get into it. This final section is relatively small. It's called Final Thoughts. But I am going to expand on it because, like I said in the intro, there's an idea around art that we need to kind of pull through because I think specifically there are plenty of jobs that are obviously art. There are plenty of jobs that are obviously rarely art. And ours is in this gray area. And it's very easy to do our job just putting one foot in front of the other and that's an approach. That is a way of doing things. But I'm not that person. And I think maybe you don't have to follow my footsteps. And Maybe you don't have to believe what I have to say. But I think a different perspective may give you a different way of looking at things, a different way of looking at your own work. So in rereading this book, I was struck by a sudden thought. While I'm pretty sure that my passion and love of employer branding comes through, I wonder, maybe I worry that my cynicism is showing through as well. I started the book as a way to champion the idea of employer branding as a concept. To pick up the drum and bang it and walk down the street and hopefully have some sort of parade fall in behind me. Not because I'm the leader but because it's an idea that I care about and I knew that if I described it and kinda put it in the right format other people would say that sounds like what I want to do too. That sounds like a, a way I can solve a lot of my recruiting and talent problems. But along the way I wanted to temper it with reality. The honest challenges and frustrations an employer brand any employer brand professional faces. Building an employer brand in whatever capacity you choose to do it is really, really hard work. It is not something you just do. And that's for a lot of reasons. We've talked about some of them. The idea that you don't have authority over the things you're expected to oversee, uh, the authority or, or, or power over the things that impact your brand. At the same time, it's also because there's no expectation of what this job is you can do this job, this employer brand manager, director, specialist, whatever, you can do this job A lot of very, very different ways and still be incredibly successful at it. We talked about the politics in the last chapter or two. That is a way of becoming incredibly successful. You can think of it as content marketing, and that is a way to be incredibly successful. That's my approach generally. You can be a strategist. You can be a tactician. You can come at it more from as a recruiter and getting into the nuts and bolts of the hardware, of the nuts and bolts of the tech, a valid way to do it. But even today, there are a shocking number of business leaders in even the biggest companies who still don't um, understand what employer branding is, or they read an article and they think they know it. I'm going to point at Harvard Business Review, your article from two, two and a half years ago was just the worst kind of straw man. I still feel like I feel the effects of that article. Really pooh-poohed the concept of employer brand because it was describing something that none of us would call employer brand. It was a horrible straw man argument, but I think it's kind of tainted the well. It's going to poison the well, and people still think of that stuff. Now, the trouble is while you own the employer brand, the employer brand is defined and impacted by everyone. Everyone in the company shapes the employer brand, but everybody in the company shapes how other people see and think about an employer brand. They all have different perspectives, that means your job ends up being navigating these waters, listening to opinions, weighing their value, and helping people see the big picture without losing touch of the their, their particular local reality. You know, you're painting a picture that both the frontline staff and leadership can see is accurate. That's a big ask. Very often, people do it by watering an idea down. They water it down until it actually loses any kind of soul or any kind of heart or any kind of... Trueness, just to kind of be good enough for everybody. It's a, I mean, there's enough employer, there's enough compromises in employer brand already. Most people think that in order to build an idea that everybody can see is true, it's about compromise. And I don't think it's that. Ultimately, this is hard work because it asks you to create a kind of art. It's asking you really to find the artist in yourself. Now. I need to take a moment and and, and nod to old Uncle Seth over here to talk about what we mean by art. Because art is not about painting. It's not about creativity per se. Art is, to quote Seth, a human act. It's a contribution to what other people do. It's something that might not work. There's a lot of risk involved. If you knew it was going to work, it can't be art That doesn't happen. It's not just a gamble, but if you knew it was going to work, you just paint by numbers. Is a paint-by-number painting art? If you're painting it by the numbers, no. If you're taking a paint-by-number and changing the rules because you decided to and you don't know if it's going to work, maybe that is art. But ultimately, it's all about the intent to change the recipient for the better. Now, who's the recipient in our art? Well, there's a lot, actually. There's the candidate, obviously, who is thrilled that you are able to find the beating heart, the art of what that company is all about, the experience of working here, why people want to work there, why they might want to work there. Because they are usually beset by so little information of any real substance or value that your art, even if it's creative, even if it's not creative— is useful for them to help make a decision. That is a clear audience. At the same time, current staff is an audience. Not, not, not leaders, not your boss, but just every staff who sees your messages. And they will because it's gonna end up on your LinkedIn channel that they subscribe to. They're gonna end up on their on your social media channels that they may see. It's gonna end up at presentations. It's gonna end up on slides. It's gonna end up on all these different things that they can see. You're trying to serve them by saying, hey, this is why we all work here and you are part of us. And if you can still feel a connection to that idea, maybe that makes you feel better about the work we do every day. Maybe it reinforces the call to arms that is joining that particular company. It's, hum, it's generous, it's human, it's risky, it's creating change, it might even create connection. That is what Seth Godin thinks about when he thinks of it and talks about art. And I wholeheartedly endorse that idea. An artist is someone who makes someone that wasn't there before. right? Before you showed up, the company was just pounding out bullet lists and calling them job postings and putting Pavlom up on a career site and calling that a career site calling it useful, calling it valuable. And all your recruiters would roll their eyes and say, that's not really useful. That's why they need us to kind of really tell a good story. But there you are building something that wasn't there before. Whether it's the story, whether it's the narrative, whether it's the collateral around those things, whether it's the channel management to help propagate those messages out to the world, you're making something that wasn't there before. Artists follow their own path, not for the sake of finding some new path, but they follow a path because they think that that is the means to create some kind of value. That's what business wants, not what recruiting wants per se, though they do, not what TA wants, though they do, not what HR wants, though they do. It's what the business wants. They want you to find a brand new way to create value. And that means not playing paint by numbers, not just looking at what other companies do and saying, let's just do what they do. We all have been in these conversations where we're trying to pitch an idea or we're trying to solve a problem to a leader of some sort and they get a little confused and they simply turn to us and say, well, what does Google do or what does Tesla do or what does, insert your cool company of your particular choice there. But that doesn't serve because unless you are Google, unless you are Tesla, who cares what they do? Your job is not to follow along. Your job is to find a path that creates new value. Your job is to see what they can't, which is kind of cool and terrifying all at once. It's not about pretty. It's not about polished. It's not about getting it exactly right. It's about the effort that goes in ideation and creation. If if you've ever read about meditation, and I'll full disclosure, I'm trying to be better and being consistent at meditating, there's a lot of thought around, how do you get good at it? But the people who are good at it will tell you, you don't get good at it by trying to be good at it. You get good at it by doing it. The act of doing it is enough. The act of sitting by yourself in a quiet space for X number of minutes, trying to clear your head and find what, what your thoughts are doing is the work. It is the value. You might be expecting at the end of a 20-minute meditation session to find some sort of enlightenment and you may be frustrated when you don't, but that's not what it's about. You're not there to create the enlightenment. You're there to do the thing. Employer branding is very much like that. You're there to make the art every single day. There isn't always a clear outcome. There isn't always a clear, look at the 27,000 candidates we attracted because of this social media post I wrote doesn't work that way, does it? It's really about you showing up, being exhausted and exhilarated all at the same time, and thinking about how do I create value today? Luckily, every great artist steals they cheat and they break rules, because the rules are the processes designed for most people. Rules are the are the, the wake left in behind bigger boats as they figure their own way of doing it, and we say, oh, if that's how they do it, we'll just follow suit, we'll just follow the answer. They've figured out how the paint-by-number works, so we'll just fill in the gaps. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not how artists are supposed to think. No one says, oh, that's how Picasso did it, I'll do some more too. No, you look at a Picasso and say, wow, I didn't even think about that. Wow, let me take that inspiration there are other ways to approach this painting and absorb them and consider them and work on them, come up with a million drafts that do not work, until one day the spark of seeing Picasso makes me make my own painting in the way that I never could have before. Artists aren't most people. And as an artist, you, and yes, I'm talking to you, you don't make art by painting by numbers or coloring within the lines. Artists make their own lines. Artists pick their own colors. They decide when the art is done and when it's time to move on to the next thing. That's the life of an employer brand professional. They see what already exists and find new ways to turn into something new or something more or something better or something unexpected. It's not a job of fitting in, which is tough for a lot of people. I get that. It's a job of standing out and differentiating, not just of the work, not just of the company, but kind of of yourself. You don't fit into marketing. You don't fit into recruiting, generally. It's okay. What you do is different and it provides value. It provides a value that they can't give because they're not differentiated in the way that you're differentiated. It's about making stories stick, not making stories safe. It's about relationships inside and outside the organization. It's about being the bridge between those ideas, the ideas of the internal staff and the external candidates. It's about putting things together that no one thought about before or in ways that no one have done before. And that's why I think it's the best job in the world. Certainly, it's the only job I could have fallen in love with the way I have. So here's my final message to all y'all. And by the way, I went to, lived in Texas for a while I went to school there. Hook horns. And I'm allowed to say things like, all y'all. And it's this. Lean in. You understand the rules enough to know when it makes sense to break them. Even if I said don't do a thing or you have to do a thing, you, are, you have my full and full-throated blessing to break those rules, if it applies, if it makes sense, if in your context it, that what I said doesn't work. Stop waiting for permission or thinking you need more information and training. You already have everything you need to make that first or hundredth tentative step forward. I've been doing this for like nine years and every single day I still go, I don't know if this is going to work, but let's try this. Nine years of every day thinking, this might not work. And what happens is, is that every day you do it, And even if you get into a little trouble, even if, fingers crossed it doesn't happen to you, that you get fired, you learn that that's not the worst thing in the world. The world doesn't collapse. What you do is you realize that you have faith in your skills to look at the problem and say there's a better way to do this, and that's what you have faith in. There's a a phrase that the bird isn't sitting in the, the limb of a tree satisfied and safe because they know the tree won't break. They feel satisfied and safe because they know they have wings. And if the tree falls, they can figure it out. So when your world doesn't collapse, you do it again. You push the boundaries. You try new things. You reinvent yourself, the brand, everything around you. And then when you do that, you do it again. And then you do it again. So please, go break some rules. Go push some boundaries. Go make your art. Remember, it's in service of others, not just for yourself. But that's who the person is going to make the best art, you, because you're doing it for others. That's what your company needs right now, even if they forget it from time to time. Everybody, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was useful. As always, if you want to look at the text, just go to employerbrandbook.com and you can actually read it. You can copy it. You can paste it. You can steal it. You can borrow it. You can do what you want. All of this has been again, has been brought to you by recruitmentmarketing.com, the recruitment marketing community. They brought this to you. So please go take a look at what they have to what they've put together. Please go look at their community. I I, I can't say enough good things about them. And thank you to you for listening, because <laughs> hours of me talking. That, that's a choice. That that's that's on you. That's on you. But you you did it for some reason. I thank you. I really do appreciate it. I hope The book, whether it was audio or text or printed or what have you, has been useful to you. As always, if you want to get in contact with me, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, James Ellis, employer brand. You can find me about two and a half seconds. I live on LinkedIn, so that's really easy to do. I'd love to connect. I'd love to talk to you about this stuff. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you later. Bye.